When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello. Welcome to Hour 2. It's Donna and Steve on my talk 1071 everything entertainment things like music news give me a beat it's time to talk music i enjoy music with donna valentine and steve patterson you like huey lewis on the news this is the beat Remember we had that story about Beyonce's tour writer uh, where every toilet seat backstage that she would use had to have new seats? Yes, the queen needed a new throne. Mama Knowles is shutting those rumors down. Well, that's not fun. She said that is so ridiculous. Then she explained... There were leaked, there was a leaked backstage picture of a black container. You know those big containers that you see roadies pushing? Sure. You know, like big boxes. Um, This one was labeled Beyonce toilet seats. She says that is merely part of her tour set. Those are stands, explains Tina Knowles. Those are stands that you put fans on. They happen to be called toilet seats do we believe that hmm i don't think so (laughs) (laughs) i don't know uh well i might get on that can you mike yeah are toilet seats referred to in concert lingo as stands that you put fans on huh huh she said the idea of Beyonce, her daughter, requesting her own custom toilet seat, it was just too much. <laughs> hmm. And this all stemmed from a, a, a somebody who saw that and then put it out and said, oh, Beyonce gets whatever she wants on tour. She's a megastar. Um, yeah. Toilet seats. I mean, why else would that be on Excuse me, on stage. I would call them fan stands. <laughs> I feel like that would be more straightforward. Hmm. Um, I also saw the headline regarding Beyonce that uh, last night she showed support for Lizzo. Yes, she did. At a concert by saying, I love you, Lizzo. Well, because if you remember, there she left out Lizzo's name from the song that just kind of name drops a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. And it goes like so and so, so and so, Nina Simone, Betty Davis, Solange Knowles, Badu, Lizzo, Kelly Roll. And I think she, instead of saying Lizzo, she said Badu, Badu. 
because she had an issue with Erica Badu, who claimed her claimed that Beyonce was stealing her look. Yeah, um, it's just, interesting. The, the timing was just curious. Yeah, well, and the timing of this is curious too, because you know, just to play devil's advocate, to string this out here, um, what about the the victims who are filing suit against Lizzo? You know? Yeah, yeah, sure. Not that you shouldn't support your friends when they're going through something difficult. I'm a big believer in that. That you should. But interesting, interesting proclamation. Did you find anything, Mike? I can't find anything. Me either. Anytime you search toilet seats and bleachers or stands or a concert or anything like that, I'm not seeing that referred to it at all. So hmm. I don't Should believe I, it. You know what I'm going to go to? Boy. And you guys cannot stop me. Okay. I'm going to chat GPT. <laughs> no! Yeah, I'm going to it, Donna. Toilet seats are a nickname, she says. That's what she says. It's a nickname for a fan stand. Maybe it's just an inside joke, like they call it that? Right. I don't know. Yes, that is absolutely possible. Thank you. Also, I am now officially on ChatGPT, so I'm just going to be open and honest. My attention to this show today is going to be in and out, okay? Depending on what I'm getting from ChatGPT. But I'm going to ask them the question about the toilet seat. How do you feel about maybe getting a prescription? Ozempic? Not Ozempic. Vivance. I have a friend who's on Vivance. Oh, what's that? That's an ADHD medication. And uh, he says it really helps him to oh, focus. Great. But, Donna, it, it limits the... It numbs his personality? It takes the peaks off, I you think know? you've got enough that we could, you know, smush it a little. <laughs> I think you're still going to be okay. Let's oh. smush. Donna, I don't want to smush. Also, let's not. That's not a good word. Hey, Donna. If you saw Jersey Shore. Smushing means something different. I get what it means. You dirtbag. (laughs) (laughs) Compliment accepted. Um, Hey, tickets for Bruce Springsteen's upcoming show in Philly. Whole lot cheaper than Taylor Swift's. I don't know that this is news, but just to... Give you some perspective here, because if you remember, before the Eras Tour was announced, Bruce Springsteen was one of the first acts where people on Ticketmaster were like, whoa, what's going on here with this pricing? And are people really paying $500 to go see Bruce Springsteen? Right. So here's the interesting comparison. The most expensive tickets for Bruce Springsteen shows in Philly this week are less than a third as pricey as the cheapest tickets to T-Swift's recent shows in Philly. Stop it, really? So Bruce Springsteen's got two shows this week, Citizens Bank Park in Philly, one tomorrow, one on Friday. Tickets are going for, quote-unquote, as little as $99 on the resale market. The most expensive seats are going for only $435. Now, when Taylor Swift played her sold-out show... At the much larger Lincoln Financial Field, the cheapest tickets, all the way up in the nosebleeds, on resellers, $1,454 a piece. Meaning, Taylor Swift's cheapest ticket was more than three times pricier than Bruce Springsteen's most expensive. Wow. 
at different places also in their popularity. Sure. Although, Ed Sheeran, I was able to get tickets for $13. That's incredible. Really? So that's, what, a thousand times less than maybe not a thousand? But if the cheapest Taylor Swift ticket was $1,300 that I saw, is that 100 times less? I don't know anyone who paid $1,300 for a ticket. That's because you don't know a lot of rich people, Donna. People were paying that. That's all it was for. I have a bunch of friends who went. I don't think they paid that much. Well, if they got tickets originally, they didn't. But if you, this is the resale market. So the resale market was that much money. Gotcha. I don't know. What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? I don't know. What do you want me to do? Hey, I'll tell you what, though. I don't know how Ed Sheeran's tickets were priced the way they were, but we've heard some different artists say tickets to concerts should be more approachable so that all sorts of people at all sorts of different income levels can get into these shows. Whatever led to $13 tickets on the resale market, I was happy about it because that enabled us to, to go. And I'm so glad you did. And now you're a Sherio. I'm a Sherio. So good. Make sure you watch that docu series. Yeah, I will. My I daughter watched a little bit of it at her friend's. Her friend who really loves Ed Sheeran, and she she really liked it. So it's yeah, really no, good. Really, really good. I got an interest in him now, and the, just to think he was pubbing. He was playing at pubs. People's backs were turned, and he just kept going back every night, every night, every night. Open mic, open mic, open mic. And then little by little, that's how you do it. Started listening, slow and steady. Ten people started listening, but nowadays people think, "Oh, well, if I don't go viral, what's the point?" Right, and it's not going to be. But right, it's an old school way of just keep trudging. He's been doing this for a long time. I remember a couple of years ago. I know we're up against the clock, but real quick, there. I don't know who did this. VH1 or somebody where people were giving out tickets it was at a peep show and they were giving tickets and luring people into this peep show and when the curtain opened up it was ed sheeran singing you know thinking out loud or something like that like he's just a good sport yeah he's up for anything and he was in that movie yesterday and if your daughter has not seen that she might want to see that what are you, her mother now? I'm just her big aunt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said big. Big. All right. Uh, ChatGPT said no. Toilet seats is not another term for fan stands. Okay. Thank you, Steve. You're welcome, Donna. Hey, uh, uh, funny. I have a story about AI when we come back. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. We uh, a horrifying story about AI's ability to steal your passwords. I and, mean, we're all screwed. And if you're still using LOL. Mm, you're old. I will tell you why when we come right back on my talk. 1071. Hey guys, it's Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys. I know personal injury is not something that you think about every day, but you know what? God forbid something like this ever comes up. Keep Mike Bryant over at Bradshaw and Bryant in mind. Uh, something like, say, a low speed car accident, a collision, that could be life altering. So, Remember, it's really important to seek immediate medical attention following an accident like that because you may not think it's a big deal or you may not think you're hurt, but oftentimes injuries 
may not show up for weeks after an accident. And then important evidence may be lost. Mike Bryant is someone who can be on your side. He'll fight for you so you get the compensation you deserve. Um, And that can help with things like medical bills, possible future rehab costs, lost wages, not to mention pain and suffering. Get a hold of Mike at Bradshaw and Bryant. He'll set up a free consultation uh, where he can assess your case. You'll find him today at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Hey guys, welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Okay, we were talking about the Beyonce story. Yeah. Where um, we thought her tour rider indicated that she needed new toilet seats on every tour stop because somebody saw a box backstage, you know, the ones that are like on rollers. Yeah, right. And it said toilet seats. Tina Knowles. Is a reasonable jump to say that means toilet seats. Right, you would think. But it is a nickname for the sandbags, thanks to our caller named... Jim. Jim, Jim called in. Thank you. Hey, Jim. Uh, they're sandbags to weight mics. They go on the bottom of a mic stand. Hmm. You could also use them on the bottom of those bleachers or those stands that the fans were maybe sitting on. So maybe it was just a miscommunication. Yeah, and they if you Google it, yeah. they look just like toilet seats. Huh. So I'm going to buy that story. Okay. All right. I'm so glad we got to the bottom of this. That's what we did. We dug around, Donna. And we as a group, with our listeners' help, yeah, we our came listeners to the more, answer and mics more valuable than Chat GPT. That's listener GPT right there. Am I right, Donna? You're right. No. What? No. I, I don't know. I was. I want to go. Feels like you did. <laughs> All right, listen, I got um, an update here on using LOL as laugh out loud. That is totally cringe now. Oh, my God. So, by the way, a guy in Canada named Wayne Pearson was the first to use it back in the 1980s. Shout out to Wayne. He was in a chat room in the early days of the Internet when a friend said something that really did make him laugh out loud. So he typed LOL. Friend said, what does that mean? And the other people in the room just started using it. So we're sorry your day has finally passed, Wayne. Oh, man. The New York Times just did a story on how LOL is dead. And young people have started using IJBOL, also known as, also, wait, also known as Ejbol. <laughs> ah, um, Ejbol. I'll take a, an each bowl and a Coke Zero. You guys have Coke Zero? Okay. That's not how it works. What do you think it stands for? I-J-B-O-L. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I-J-B-O-L. I think I know this just from the acronym. Okay, great. I just bust out laughing. I'll give it to you. I just burst out laughing. I love it. Don't, but you're not supposed to say <clears throat> each letter. You're supposed to say each bowl. Oh, so if you say it to somebody. Yeah, like lol. You know, oh, people okay. are going lol. <laughs> lol. Mm-hmm. Each bowl. Uh, you know what I'd like video of? <laughs> I'd like video of people when they use the exclamation point, when they use LOL, when they use the crying with laughter emoji. I want a surveillance video of those people. And if we saw this, it would depress all of us. Because here's what happens. If you sent me uh, something right now, and I hit you back with a crying with laughter, laughter with crying emoji. Yeah. You would be like, oh, cool, that landed. Like, that's fun. And then there's like this like cool little like dopamine moment of, oh, that's fun. But look at my face right now, Donna. Okay. Here's what I actually would do. That's what my face is. Okay. No one's face. Here's my point. No one, and I get it. We have to use this stuff because text feels so clinical and it feels sterile and it's void of tone. And so we have to overcompensate. I get it, Donna. But if we saw people when they do that, there would be a real sort of cognitive dissonance that we would struggle with. No one's exclaiming when they use an exclamation point. No one is generally actually laughing out loud when they send you the crying with laughter emoji. Maybe you get a quick chuck, quick little chuck. Like you might send me a picture or something and I'd be like, hmm. like smile. Yeah. And I would send back lol or each bowl exclamation point. I do ha ha a lot. Oh, that's good. A lot of ha ha. Not up, just you know? a ha ha is very lazy. It feels like a courtesy laugh. But if you ha 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 it's good. I also have you, some, a group of friends that you can just hit a variety of letters, and that means that you're laughing. And fun oh, fact, Donna. Okay. When we would all just put in a bunch of letters, and then one day I did, it auto-corrected without me knowing it, and then I sent it, and it said kiosk dodos, like dodo birds, and a kiosk at a mall. So now with that group of friends... Anytime somebody says something, instead of doing LOL, you can just say kiosk dodos. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> that's cute. It's kind of like me and my friend, Mary, when I, whenever I arrive, I let her know and I say, I am Herb. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> because it's auto-corrected to I am Herb when I'm trying to say I'm here. It's fun. And it, I, it would just keep coming up. I'd be like trying to correct it and would keep going, I am Herb. I am Herb. I am Herb. So now it's just I am Herb. I know, right? It's fun to have little inside jokes. Yeah, it's fun. Friendship is cool. You're my buddy, Boo. There was a team at Cornell that found out. Oh, it's what do you po- think? You're better than me? I'm just saying. There's a team at Cornell. They found out it's possible to train artificial intelligence to steal your password just by listening to you type. No, hell no. Here's how it works. This is something that hackers could, in theory, use if they were sitting next to you, like even at a public place like a Starbucks. They used a phone to listen in on people typing. 
And then artificial intelligence was able to guess which keys they were hitting with 95% accuracy. They then tried it over Zoom, and it was still right 93% of the time. It works by analyzing the sound that each keystroke makes and also how quickly one key is typed after another. For example, it might take you longer to hit the X on your keyboard than the A. Experts say it's more proof that how we log into stuff needs to change. Instead of passwords, it's got to be things like fingerprints. Thumbprint, yep. Eye scans, automatic password managers, all that kind My of stuff. My face scan never works. I had it done in the Apple store, set it up, day one of buying my phone. It never works. I bet you're being hyperbolic. What uh, What do you mean? Look, hold on. Uh, oh, well, I'm already signed in. Never mind. Give me a few minutes. It doesn't work. It, it does not work. It works. Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, what am I going to sit here for five minutes trying to stick my face into my phone? By five minutes, she probably means it didn't recognize it the first time, and then all hell breaks loose in her mind. And that she's is like, correct. technology is. That's right. Let's play a game. Give us a call. 651 641 1071. Call the Pop Culture Knowledge Act. You know, since 1934, Spire Credit Union has helped Minnesotans achieve their financial dreams, no matter how big they might be. Life changes, and so does your budget. Let Spire be a part of your journey. Manage your finances online in the Spire app or at any of Spire's 22 branch locations. They are now open in Golden Valley, right off of I-394. There's a couple right here in St. Paul within, I mean, seriously, within walking distance, there's two of them. I've got one in Eden Prairie. They're all over the place. Um, You can take out a loan, a personal loan, use the money for whatever you wish. You can finance a car through Spire. They've got home equity loans. Use the equity in your home to remodel, pay off debt, go on vacation, uh, maybe finance your wedding, anything you would like. Uh, The interest may be tax deductible, so you'll want to talk to your tax person about that. Uh, Go to myspire.com for more information. Spire is insured by NCUA an equal housing opportunity lender. Hey guys! Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. We've got Mike, uh, the big Zamboni, with us as well. And we are about to play a game. Time to go to college. College, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. We're going to find that out as we're playing the College of Pop Culture Knowledge today. Big win for Steve yesterday to start off the week. And with that, he's uh, grown that lead back up to seven. But uh, Donna, you got a chance to close the gap yeah. on August 15th. And Woo. August 15th is a very special day for music fans. Do either of you know why? Uh, is it the day the music died? Nope. Uh, it is not. That is it? February, I believe. This is the anniversary of Woodstock. There you go. Nice. <laughs> So we're going to celebrate some Woodstock today with a bunch of pop culture knowledge trivia. Oh, all has to do with Woodstock 1969. Wow. All right. The festival got started on August 15th. And uh, as you'll learn in the questions, it ran a little long. And uh, we'll uh, talk about that here in a second. But we got Jana along to play with us today. Hey, Jana. Hey, Jana. Hello. How are you? Hi. Hi. We're great. Good. How are you? So excited. Good. 
weekend. Good. I'm hey. right. I'm out for a walk. Oh, you're out I'm for in a walk. Right you're in Iowa. I, I'm, I'm from Minneapolis, but I'm I'm visiting family in Iowa, and I got my my daughter to see her cousin. So. Oh, that's, that's fun. So nice. Oh, well, thank you for taking us on the trip with you all the way down to Iowa. That's wonderful. Uh, hopefully, we can help you win a prize here. That being said, you do have to determine who you want to team up with. It is that moment of truth. Are you going Team Donna or are you going Team Steve? Since he wasn't born yet, um, I'm going with Donna. Okay. Yay, right. me! Well, that's reverse Thanks, and uh, I'm out of here. Steve. Bye. All right, bye, what? Steve. Bye. Nothing, bye. just good luck to you, okay, sir. Whatever. All right. All right. <laughs> Steve's going to step aside, and Donna, we are going to get this started again. Woodstock 69 is what we are celebrating today. Okay. Are you ready to go? I'm not sure. Well, we'll find out. Let's okay. get it going with this one. Due to many delays and his desire to be the closer, this legendary guitarist didn't actually start his set until 9 a.m. Monday morning. Oh, gosh. Uh, that's uh, Let's say that's uh, Jimi Hendrix. This group opened their day two set with Born on the Bayou and ended it with Suzy Q. Oh, gosh. Born on the Bayou. I am going to take a pass. This psychedelic blues group with a unique sound played seven songs, including their biggest hit, Going Up the Country. I don't know. Blue Oyster Cult. Uh, anything repeated? Day the, two. Uh, the group opened their day two set with Born on the Bayou and ended it with Suzy Q. Born which group? One I'm second. Thinking, I don't know. All right. Bye. You have uh, you got to... <laughs> bye you. <laughs> you got Jana to play along with you. Jana, you heard the questions there. She said Jimi Hendrix for the first one. How'd you feel with that one? That sounds right. All right. The second one. This group. This group opened their day two set with "Born on the Bayou" and ended it with Suzy Q. Any idea? Um, Credence Clearwater. Credence Clearwater. Clearwater Revival. All right, you're going to go with that one. Sounds good. And now let's uh, go with the third one. This psychedelic blues group with a unique sound played seven songs, including their biggest hit, Going Up the Country. (laughs) Any idea on that one? Oh, jeez. Don't know that one. Okay, sounds good. We will go ahead and uh, put... Jana, back on hold, and okay, we'll bring Steve sorry, back Jana. in here. Hey, man. How did everything go? Oh, my God. You have no idea. <laughs> it was psychedelic. Again, Woodstock 1969 got started on this day back in that year. Are you ready to uh, give it a whirl there, Steve? Yeah, I actually just drank a lava lamp. Oh, perfect. (laughs) You should be all set. Let's start it off with this one. Due to many delays and his desire to be the closer, this legendary guitarist didn't actually start his set until 9 a.m. Monday morning. Jimi Hendrix. This group opened their day two set with Born on the Bayou, and it ended with Suzy Q. Credence Clearwater Revival. This psychedelic blues group with a unique sound played seven songs, including their biggest hit, Going Up the Country. Say it again. This psychedelic blues group played with a unique sound, played seven songs, including their biggest hit, Going Up the Country. ZZ Top? Not bad. I don't know when they were around. Not a bad guess. I don't know, guys. I should drink the lava lip. (laughs) (laughs) The bubbles are coming back up. (laughs) Let's run through the uh, the answers here. We will uh, first off go with that... uh, 
First question, which uh, you both were able to get uh, due to many delays and his desire to be the closer, legendary guitarist Jimi Hendrix didn't actually take the stage until 9 a.m. Monday morning. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. It was pretty fascinating doing some research on uh, this Woodstock concert. Yeah, and he played the uh, Star Spangled Banner. He yes, did. Very right. famously. Yes. So that was awesome. Uh Let's go to the second one. This group opened their day two set with Born on the Bayou, and it ended with Suzy Q. Steve had no problems coming up with Creedence Clearwater Revival, which was pretty impressive. Jana, she did it as well, so you both got that one right. Way to go, Jana. CCR. Yes. And I figured this was going to be maybe the hardest one, but uh, playing their biggest hit going up the country, this psychedelic blues group with unique sound, doesn't get much more unique than this. The band? Oh, Grateful Dead. Nope, that's no. Canned Heat. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> what is Canned that? Heat. It's one, if you knew it, you knew it. If you didn't, you weren't yeah. there. But that's Canned Heat. Uh, just a fun deep dive. If Straight off the Muppet Baby soundtrack. That's Canned Heat. Let's uh, go on to wow. the tiebreaker now. Jan, are you back with us? I am. Awesome. Right. Sounds good. You know how the tiebreaker works. I'm going to read the question at any point. If you think you can answer it, yell out your name and uh, give me your answer. If you don't get it right, your opponent gets as much time as they want to hear the rest of the question and give their answer. Let's see how this goes. We'll start it off. Or Here's the tiebreaker here. 2-2 two, two is where we sit. Again, Woodstock 1969. The Saturday night headliner was supposed to be Jefferson Airplane. But they didn't take the stage until Sunday morning at 8 a.m. Damn. Name any song they performed. Steve. Steve. We built this city? That's too That's too incorrect. Late. That was Jefferson Starship. Uh, any Jefferson Airplane songs? Uh, yeah, there's one about a lady person. Okay, so this is, this is level two. So I got You have yeah, one? Go okay. ahead, ring in. Yeah. Which one? Is it um, Somebody to Love? Somebody to Love? Yes, it is! Jana for the win! Nice job, Jana. Thank you. She earned that one. Yeah, CCR and nailed Somebody to Love. Well done, Jana. Big congratulations. Yay, Jana. Thank you for getting me a win, girl. Woo! Yay! Enjoy your time in together. Iowa. Yes, thank, thank you. you. It's beautiful here. Oh, oh, good. It sounds amazing. Tell Iowa we said hello. Love you. Thank you for listening. Okay. Bye. 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 I used to confuse Iowa with Idaho. In what context? They both have the same number of letters that start with an I. Okay, and that's one. <laughs> that was the... That is not true, even. One has four, one has five. Well, no, but you said they both have the same number of letters that start with an I, and they do. They have one. But they, oh, you (laughs) meant comma and start with an I? Yes, they both have the same number of letters in the word that begins with an I. You dumb. Yep. In fact, Mm -hmm. coming up at 11.15... We have a very funny list. It was a survey about when people realized they were dating a dumb dumb. (laughs) (laughs) 
Very funny. We'll get to that. I have a tip. Do you, though? Yes, Donna. All right. Why do you make me earn it? Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 Have you been stringing together some pretty busy weeks, feeling like you're working a touch too much? Absolutely. But maybe, oh, that's right. That's what we're supposed to say. But not just at your job, but also doing housework and parenting uh, and paying bills and on oh, and on. Oh, God, and all the commitments. Here's a formula that you can use to figure out whether you're really working too much. Okay? It's called the 40... <laughs> it's called the 42% rule. Basically, studies have found that your brain and body need to spend at least 42% of their time relaxing... And not under stress just to keep you functioning properly. Okay. 42% of a 24-hour day is 10 hours. So that includes sleep, exercise, watching TV, reading, or anything else that you do to unwind. And if you can't get in 10 hours in one day, you can spread it out over a week or more. So what happens if you don't give your body that 42% of time to relax? Oh. Eventually, you'll burn out, Donna. You'll get sick, and you'll wind up sleeping for at least 12 hours for a few days because you need to catch up. Okay. What are you doing? I'm breathing. I'm doing breathing exercises. And you're rubbing your chest, too. Don't do that stuff. Well, it's tight. You know, have you ever had your chest massaged? Yes. (laughs) Okay. It is a great, great feeling i'm talking about this in just a standard like you're at a massage therapist especially after working out oh my you gosh know, you're doing chest oh it feels so good you just don't realize that that and both of these in a non-romantic uh, setting i'm talking about getting your butt massaged oh it's so good <sighs> yeah because guess what those are the biggest muscles in your body and they're they're working all the time and so when you actually get someone to put their hands on your ham hocks and start working out some of the problems some of your stresses oh it feels great we're doing this in the mall on one of those chairs absolutely they will butt (laughs) massage me i and then when they come down and hit my calves through my denim and they hit my calves and thighs i love that and i would like to go to a place called arms and legs oh my gosh am i pitching a business hi sharks <laughs> it's called arms and legs and all they do is massage your arms and legs okay the back i get a little tired of after a while give me the arm leg massage <sighs> okay can i go now okay i don't know what's coming up because i think i just xed out of everything this happens like once every three days okay well i'm guess sorry what? guess what you're human i'm human and i'm okay. fallible thank okay, you okay daughter right. when we come back oh sorry we can't all be perfect daughter. Like we have a list of unpopular opinions that's kind of fun and then maybe i'll give you a couple other woodstock trivia bits okay. just a few little leftovers there so we'll get into that when we come back it's donna and steve on my talk Donna and Steve at your service. On my talk 1071, everything entertainment. It's Tuesday. Woo! Oh, yeah, Wednesday Eve, guys. It sure is, Steve. That is just cray cray. One day closer to Monday. I'm getting all jazzed. I guess it is, isn't it? Wow. Yeah. 
incredible. Wow. Where'd I go? Every day is one day closer to Monday except Monday. Well, you know what I'm saying? That's got to wait the, a minute. Hitting the ganja again since <laughs> hey, it became listen, legal. They made it legal, so what's am I supposed to do? Huh? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, thank you for bringing that to our attention. You're like a man of the people. No, it feels like you're mocking me. I heard somebody say something that was kind of like that recently. Like, you know, every day is close, one day closer to Monday, except for Monday, which that is pretty cool. I just like that we just discovered that. But it was something else, and I can't remember it right now, which makes this the epitome of a bad story to tell on air. So I'll cut But that's bait. not going to stop him. <laughs> just so you know, I'll be the narrator. But that didn't stop him. <laughs> so anyway, just imagine. I mean, it was something that was kind of like that, but it was about something basic, but sort of profound. I wonder what it was. <laughs> Hmm. I have a list. Let's make a list. Unpopular opinions. There's a YouTube video making the rounds where people are asked to share their unpopular opinions. Some of them are not so unpopular. Like dating apps have made dating worse. Some of them seem intentionally contrarian. Like, uh, I don't find the conventionally attractive celebrities attractive. Mm, that's fair. But there are some fun ones, and we'll go through them. I love it. And after each one, I'm down for whatever you want to do. We could do a triple clap. Do we have like a ooh? No, don't ooh. do the slide whistle. Well, actually, I am a sucker for a slide whistle. We could do a slide whistle, a triple clap, or a ride em, cowboy. How about that? I like the slide whistle. Why don't you vary them donna oh, all right all right all right remember our three options the slide whistle a triple clap or a ride em, cowboy okay if you use each at least once <laughs> i don't know what's wrong with your brain all right here's one unpopular opinions according to youtube i think it's weird that babies can't just walk right out of the womb like every other animal in the world I agree with that. That is a triple clap if ever there was one, Donna. You know, baby, you'll go to the the natural birthing center, the miracle of birth at the state fair. Mike, if you haven't been, I I encourage you. No, Mike, that's a part of your initiation to the state fair. What are you talking about? You got to go watch a baby calf get yanked out by a human being uh, after it gets stuck midway through the birth canal. Of its mother heifer. If I poke my finger and blood comes out, I'm going to pass out. So oh. I am not stepping into <laughs> okay. that building okay. more I than once it, in my life. It's a little right, depressing for me. Yeah. I have issues. Some people feel a little weird that we're all gathered around in bleachers eating a pickle dog while watching <laughs> right. a mother Right, or worse, a piece birth. of bacon on a stick while you're watching the giant pig. In a glass box, <laughs> giving birth to other pigs who are just going to turn into bacon. Well, Donna, if they don't turn into bacon, what's the point? <laughs> oh my God. Here's another unpopular opinion. I don't understand why garbage cans are round. They should be square so that they can fit in a corner. Okay, write him, cowboy. 
Don't explain it to anyone who just tuned in. <laughs> Unpopular opinion number three. I say T-Mobile instead of T-Mobile. <laughs> I like it. That's funny. That's great. That's funny. You know, I'm... We have a slide whistle sound effect. I don't know where it is. There you go. Do we only have the down one? We don't have the reverse? That's the one. I don't like peanut butter, but I like peanuts. What's up with that? Right? Mm -hmm. You can say other stuff, though, Donna. Like, I do need this to stretch oh, for a few oh, okay. minutes so you're not only you're not relegated to the slide whistle oh, sorry, triple clap or ride of cowboy okay, all right um yeah that's weird do you that's, like peanuts i they're not my favorite nut i didn't ask you if they're your favorite nut sure this is like what my wife does i'll say oh um how was how was that how was the steak it wasn't my favorite steak ever, but it was good. And I'm like, okay, hand in okay, head. Well, I want to be what very, a high bar I we're setting. I want to be specific. Like, if I have peanuts, some crackers and hummus, a little charcuterie thing with olives and cheese, I'm not reaching for the peanuts. That's all I'm trying to say. I'm just trying to express myself. Do you like peanut butter? Yes, love. Creamy or crunchy? Creamy. Do you like the organic stuff where you have to yes. churn it like an old pioneer woman? Love it. Okay. Yes, that's my preference. Nuts are delicious. Unpopular opinions on YouTube. Nuts are delicious. Brownies are delicious. They don't go together. I I I'm always I'm always wigged out by people who are like, hey, can you make your Woody Wonder Bars? But, no, but <laughs> your Woody Wonder Bars? <laughs> but no nuts. And I'm like, sure, I guess. That's one of the layers, but whatever. I don't Wait get people minute. who don't like nuts in their brownies. Oh, well, that... well, then go have a piece of chocolate cake. Get off my back. <laughs> no, why don't you just leave your peanuts out of the brownie? I don't put peanuts. I put walnuts. Oh, barf. You are a dessert ruiner. No offense. Ride them, cowboy. <laughs> Wait a minute. Do you make Woody Wood bars? No, Woody Wonder bars. What the hell are those? They're like those seven-layer bars you see on the back of, like, a can of sweetened condensed milk. <laughs> <laughs> I've been making them since I'm, like, 12. I love them. I call and them and that's what they're called? Yeah, sometimes I'll call them Woodrow Wilson's. <laughs> <laughs> That would be a fun cookbook of just a collection of soup can recipes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That'd be fun. Kind of quirky. I bet it exists. Unpopular opinions. I really like McDonald's french fries that are from the refrigerator and cold. Barf. Unpopular opinion. Milk is the best drink. I can take a whole thing of milk down. In fact, you know that I like to Ugh. pair my pasta with milk? No. Uh, I think that's common. That's common. Like, hey, can I get a glass of milk and some <laughs> some ravioli? <laughs> it just makes sense. Right? 
Because oh, it tempers is. it tempers the acid in the sauce. <laughs> it just sounded gonna, like gonna, the gonna... server is quickly passing your table. <laughs> hey, can I get a glass of milk and some ravioli? <laughs> Golly. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me. Oh, gosh, Donna. Anyway. Oh, by the way, I've really been craving spaghetti recently. Oh, really? Yeah. Haven't had spaghetti in a long time. Hmm. Oh, gosh. Well, may you find spaghetti in your future. Oh, the benediction to end hour two. Thank you, Donna. You're welcome. Never got to that Woodstock music trivia. You want me to get to a couple when we come back? Yes, I do. All right, we'll do a little bit of that first, we promise. Then we'll talk about the bank that Margot Robbie just made from Barbie.